Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. It was it was pretty fucking funny. Now now with SNL, like I, I just I watch it if someone mentions it. Most of the time, it doesn't make me laugh. Yeah, they, they yeah they do have a lot of a lot of those. I've been kind of like wanting to see the Kanye thing because apparently he had a Trump moment. And this new this new seems to fuck up a lot. Like every time I watch it, they're like laughing by accident or. Yeah, like it used to be funny when it would happen, but now it happens so frequently. It's like whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to hate, you know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real, you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, welcome everybody to the Lazy Geeks on the Lazy Geeks Network. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. So you finally broke down, didn't you? Hmm. Oh yeah. You got a dog. Listen, it was inevitable. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like my my family has been asking for a dog for fucking five years. My wife's been begging me fucking much, and I keep saying no, 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 no. And I always use the excuse we have to move. We have to move to a place that it's more comfortable. Blah blah blah. So we moved, <laughs> and it started coming up again. I'm like, eh, I don't know. You guys don't look responsible enough. And she goes, well, I can talk to the kids. I said, no, I said, you guys, I didn't. <laughs> I, wasn't just, then, um, I wasn't just pinning the kids on this one. There was a festival, um, this whole like adopt dog festival, like a big carnival. And they had a bunch of dogs there and stuff. And I was like, well, let's go see what's up. You know, and I said, I'm, I'm, I'm more, I'm more okay with. We go to the dogs and they're like fucking $500 and shit. I'm like, the word adopt (laughs) has 
there's a lot of interesting meanings here. But the way they get around it is you're paying for the shots and the registration and all that other shit. So we go to this cart in the middle of the, like in the middle of the joint. And um, it doesn't have any fancy signs or anything. And, and I find out it's just it's kind of like the city pound. Like it's not anything special. And um, there's a few dogs there. Most of them are chihuahuas because I guess they always run away. That's yeah. what the guy was telling me. Yeah, they get scared and they run away. Um, they're quicker to run away. So I don't want one of those fucking things. I hate it's like my least favorite dog is a chihuahua. All they do is yip, yip, yip all the fucking time. And they're so small, you just triple. So there's this one dog, this poor bastard. <laughs> he looks, he looks like he's been through some tough times. Okay. <laughs> like he's, his hair is kind of, he doesn't have mange or anything. He's healthy, but his hair is like, in some areas, it looks like he's getting reds. Yeah. You know, like, Mad. Like, whatever, whatever. And uh, I'm like, what's up with this dog? Like, what's this dog's story? It was, oh, it's a, we know it's a snoodle. Because it's kind of obvious. I go, okay, I guess it's obvious to you. Um, and then uh, it goes, but we don't know anything about it. It's just they found it on the side of the road. Oh. And I guess it's like four, three or four years old, you know. Yeah. And I was like, okay, um, we'll take it out and I'll let the kids see it. To take it out. My kids are freaking out about it. I took uh, my older son and um, one of my daughters, and uh, <laughs> they're freaking out about this dog. It's so nice. And then my wife was like, "Well, do you want to look at the other dog?" And for a second, I'm kind of like, I kind of felt weird. Like it's like this is a living thing, right? And I'm, I don't want to be like, "Yeah, put the fucking thing back in the cage." Right. And I'll look at some other one. Like, oh, that feels kind of weird to me. Like, it seems like everybody's vibing with the dog. You know, we're, we're, everyone, everyone's cool, cool. The dog's chilling. He's not barking, freaking out. Um, so I started asking questions. So I, I bought, I didn't, I bought the dog, right? Named it Seamus because we keep it real. <laughs> um, it co- came with all its shots. I think next year it has to get a few more because you can't, you know. Give them all at once. Right. I'm not Jeff Jeffries. You know. <laughs> um, uh, it has also a free full fucking, I don't know, tune up or whatever at the vet. And then it has a free microchip that I have to go get put in. I guess to track it. Yeah. You know? So I'm like, cool. I got the registration. I slapped that on it. I got a free collar. I slapped that on the collar. Bob's your uncle. It's all good. So then we, we, my wife asked, can we leave the dog here so we can go enjoy the festivities a little bit? Because the dog was kind of freaking out. There's a lot of people there. It was really loud. Yeah. You know, I said, well, let me leave, let's leave him here. He said, yeah, it's no problem. I'm like, all right, cool. So we come out and there's a little thing for this um, food, dog food called Natural Balance. I guess it's a real. Yeah, I've seen that. Not, I've seen that. It's stuff. not super expensive, but it's. Like, I, and I'll get to that in a second. But anyway, natural balance. So do you want to enter in? They give them free, free samples and shit. Do you want to enter in this raffle? We'll give you, if you win, you get food, uh, some toys, and some treats and shit. All right, cool, cool. So my son signs up. And we go off to this little place that's selling food, bomb-ass fucking bratwurst fucking with <laughs> sauerkraut on it. I was down. And then... um. 
I get a phone call. Hey, you won the raffle. I'm like, oh shit, for everything's coming up Millhouse today. <laughs> you know? So I um I got the big fucking like the biggest bag of dog food, which is like 50 bucks. Damn. And then two bags of treats. And then um some fuck, you know, fuck squeaky toy and a pull toy. So I'm like we're we're all set up. You know, so I take the dog, we take the dog home. And okay, we gotta bounce. We we hit up Walmart, we hit up uh Ross and Walmart, we get a kennel, we get dog dish, we get every, everything the thing needs. Leash, everything. Out the door, 150. So I got the dog and all the shit for 200. <laughs> and I'm like, my wife originally told me the dogs were free. She's like, no, you just go there and adopt them. I'm like, I, I doubt that. No, no. Because they, they do shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, they're, they're giving them shots. Sometimes, sometimes, like, here, you'll see, like, you know, oh yeah, you know, they'll have adoption adoption weekends, and you can get them for like you can get the dogs with all their shots and stuff like for fifty bucks or something like right. that. But yeah, you know, they 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 they're never free. So the dog isn't really eating much. I'm like, what the fuck, you know? And I'm talking to and Steve knows. I'm talking to this dog like, dude. I'm like, bro, you gonna eat this or what? <laughs> like, what are we doing here? And he's just looking at me, and I'm like, hey, I'm not hungry. I ate a sandwich. <laughs> and don't look at me funny. So I look it up online, hit the phone, and it says, you know, sometimes dogs come from the shelter. They're a little yeah, skittish. Uh, yeah. So I'm all right. This is a surefire way to get a dog to eat is mix it with, with some wet food. Like, all right, word. So we go to Petco, hmm. and I find the natural balance aisle. And that's where I find out that the bag I, I won with 50 bucks. My wife's like, I wonder if that's really expensive. I said, we, you better start figuring it out because we can't, we can't keep switching the foods up. So I got um, natural balance wet food, same exact fucking flavor, like lamb and brown rice. Um, and then I go down the aisle. I go to the Purina aisle. I go to the aisle. They're all like within $10 of each other. It's not, I'm not going to be saving. It's not like I could buy a big ass bag for 10 bucks. Right. And I don't want to buy the dog shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I don't know. I think I unplugged my headphones. Hold on. <laughs> I did. Well, I don't know, I but did. You, did, you did something. It sounded clear. Yeah, my bad. Um, but yeah, so I wasn't going to be saving that much money. And I'm like 50. But I'm like, if you really think about it, $50 for a bag of food, it's a fucking snoodle. It's not a great dame. Right. The big ass bag of food is probably going to last me like two months. Yeah. I'm like, that's not, I wish I could feed my kids for 50 bucks. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we mixed the wet food. I said, I don't know if we're going to be doing this all the time though. Like this, cause the, the wet food can like one, I think I can get four bowls. I feed it twice a day. So that'd be two days with one can. The can's three bucks. I guess that's funny. Well, we like for me, like with banner, and um and river you know we give them this little the little uh wet food of uh it's beneful and uh it's like a buck something for uh can and we give uh or a tub and then we a little tub and we give uh a quarter of it to river and then the rest of banner and then we leave them out some uh beneful dry food yeah and uh and then uh usually in the beginning uh, like in the morning i'll give him a treat and then before I go to sleep, I, we, I, I joke around with it. I'm like, and he knows it too. Cause I look and go, want a midnight snack? And his ears perk up and he comes running over to the table, you know, waiting for his treat. And, uh, 
and that's pretty much all he eats. And sometimes he'll actually, our, actually, Banner eats uh, laced potato chips. We found that out recently. Mm. <laughs> he likes them. We're like, okay, that's weird. Like um, the dog, the dog is not malnourished, but he's a little skinny. Yeah. So I said, okay, why don't we do this? Let's let's really let's really be strict about the eating. So it's healthy. Yeah, you, know. you want to make sure you do that from the onset. You don't want to get him used to something, then change it on him because then that. So he's being he's being fed twice a day, and the bag the bag of food said because they said the thing, just feed him whatever the 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 bag says and split it in half into two meals. So she says technically you can feed him once a day if you want it. Yeah, I was like, okay. So what I do is now I have like half a cup of the dry food. And then half of the small can, so a quarter of a full can of the wet. And then we add a little pumpkin puree in that joint because that helps the stomach and shit. You know, I'm all about the research. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm like, we're we going to do this. We're going to do it right. So this dog officially eating better than me. I'm looking at these food. Had like, she's like, should we get lamb and brown rice or should we get bison and uh, fucking sweet potato? I said, you better get that bison from me. <laughs> but um it wasn't it, you know what it's not really that expensive to feed a dog i, I think it, i think it would be if you had a big dog yeah they go through that food like nothing yeah banner kind of just stresses that when it was just river it was like simple a little bit of little bit of food and you we fed her like once a day because sometimes she wouldn't even even and that's the same, same thing with banner we used to feed them uh my brother used to get this bag of um fresh food that you kind of had to use a bag in a week and it was like 10 bucks for the bag and he would feed them in the morning and banner usually would eat, but river wouldn't in the morning, but they would eat at the end of the night or at the end of the day. So it's kind of weird. Cause some dogs are just do and or don't. And he doesn't seem to like the treats they gave me. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. He kind of looks at him and goes, nah, I'm good. He <laughs> walks away. But I did buy him like, um, dental, like dental treats, like it's supposed to clean his teeth. Oh yeah, and I give him one of those every every morning. Yeah, we get like, he, like he's brushing his teeth. Like, yeah, here, yeah, that. we have the uh, we get these uh, rawhide alternatives, uh, Dream Bone and stuff like that. And they had some. Yeah, because that rawhide is bad for him. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's bad for him. So we get him this. Uh, yeah, Dream Bone, which is a rawhide alternative, and oh, he seems to love those. So we found some that were that also had a uh, that were used for dental. And I was like, hmm, I wonder if he'll notice the difference. And he smelled it. Then he looks at me like, hmm, this doesn't seem the same. But then he sniffed it again. And then he kind of had this look of like, ah, fuck it, I'll take it. <laughs> he like <laughs> ran over and then he just chomped through him real quick. So. And then we bought him a chew toy that's like supposed to clean his teeth too. Mm. So I'm like, I just want to make sure his teeth are fucking not falling out of his head. <laughs> not and like then, his owners, uh, right? <laughs> right. But, um... You know, my wife's acting cute too. She's like, "Go, oh, I thought you didn't like that." I said, "It's it's not that I don't like. I mean, dogs are fine. There's just no, there was no point for me to get one. You know, it, it wasn't gonna. I didn't feel like I had this emptiness in my life. I had to fill it with a dog. You know what I mean? But everyone seemed to want one. Man. It was gonna make them happy. It seems to be making my kids a little bit more responsible because they're like, "Oh, I got to take care of this thing. Like, I can't just." leave shit all over them. The house has never been this fucking clean. <laughs> my wife, English, my wife, my kids are constantly picking up. They don't want the dog to get sick. Yeah. Floors 
been mopped. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm surprised you guys even know how to use the mop. <laughs> you know, so if if it I don't mind a dog. I like the size of the dogs, the companion size dog. It's not a toy size. Right. But it's not a giant dog. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I didn't want this huge dog that was going to freak out my youngest. It's just a, just a cool little dog. And damn, it's got neutered, right? Right. But the incision's still healing. So they're like, oh, oh yeah. you can't bathe them. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this mangy mutt. <laughs> it's just, we're, I'm, I'm walking this dog and people are looking at me like, bruh, you take care <laughs> of that fucking dog? <laughs> my neighbor was like, oh, um, did you get a dog? And I immediately go, yep, adopted. I wish I could bathe him, but I can't yet because he just got neutered. Like, know this fact because I don't want you to think I'm. Like it's it's in some it's not that bad, but the thing is, it's a white dog, so any little dirt is showing up. Oh yeah, that's, I, that's I went to, Yeah, I, I went to the groomer today. Well, I went to PetSmart. <laughs> I was like, I was like, listen, this dog's coat is done. You know, it, it ain't right. <laughs> I said, there's a there's a piece of matted fur that I thought it was. It, I thought it was a dog's ear. Oh yeah yeah yeah. You know, like it's, oh, excuse me. So I'm like, what are we going to do? Right. And the, and the, and the groomer was like, said the same thing Steve told me. I was like, well, it's not good to have the dog buzzed all the time, but we're going to do it the first time. And then one, then we'll buzz him down. He they said, we'll buzz him down. And then we'll use a, like a really good, like, like shampoo. And then they suggested me one to like fucking to keep the skin healthy. And then it will grow back all pretty and shit. All right. I was like, I mean, I don't need to look pretty. Yeah. Right. But I do want to have a little facial hair. I was like, I want to have like a beard and shit. I seen a picture of a, a schnoodle. This will fucking look like an OG. Like I was like, oh shit. He look just like you. <laughs> have your same, like, say have your same attitude as it goes, uh, you know, you take it to a dog part. It looks at the other dogs. What the fuck you want? What the fuck are you looking at? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a, there's a dog park up the road. The kids wanted to go up there. I said, "Well, let's wait until he's groomed." Yeah, you want to, you know. Yeah. Also acclimated to the house <laughs> and the people he's with. Yeah, because there's still moments where he sees all the kids and he's like, "Oh fuck." Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he there's there's an adjustment period. He needs to adjust to all of you and realize that this is his home. And you know, once he feels comfortable with, he's that, a good dog. I'll tell you what, I'll open the door. He don't run off. Oh, nice. Um, he doesn't. He only he the only issue we've had is if I'm walking. And he sees someone, he'll bark at them. Oh yeah. But I just goes, hey, and then he stops. <laughs> <laughs> like it's really not it's such a low key dog. Well it's like like Banner doesn't bark very much. Well you you know. He does he just yeah. he doesn't bark very much. But sometimes he'll he'll wanna go outside and he has this like trembling nerd like I, I gotta go outside, I gotta go outside. You're like, oh shit, he's, this this dog's gotta go. You open the door, he runs out to the end of the driveway and just goes, Oh lets out this just like Big old one yeah. bark, and then he just needs to let everybody know. Yeah, yeah, and then he comes running right back to the door, like, "Okay, I'm ready to come in now." And you're just kind of like, "Really, dude?" He's just like, it, "It's been building up. I gotta let people know I'm still here. <laughs> like, I gotta let these motherfuckers know I'm still around." <laughs> <laughs> we out here, motherfucker! <laughs> like, oh shit! <laughs> but there's this one dog that he that lives across the street at the um, the condos over there. That when he comes out, he barks. And then Banner barks back. And they have like this one like bark, 
little thing that they'll bark back and forth sometimes. And I always joke around because he's probably like, hey, Fred. He's like, oh, hey, Banner. How you doing? <laughs> I'm cool. That's cool. All right. See you later. All right, later. You know, it's just I got to go, bro. Yeah. I got to go. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, well, that's cool, though. But I, I know you've said, you know, like, yeah, oh, the kids want a dog, but I don't want to know if I want a dog. And uh, so when you told me, like, so I guess I got a dog, I was like, what? <laughs> and then you're like, just as I wrote. <laughs> yeah, I was like, just as I wrote. <laughs> I was like, um, yeah, I mean, it's cool. I mean, Lorraine is already talking about, well, he needs a second dog. And I'm oh, like, no, no, no. Away yeah. from me. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Tell her, let's see if we can keep this one alive before we even move into right. getting another one. Damn. So, because we're kind of learning as we go anyway. Yeah. Which is fine. It's like, but it's, I don't want to like learn as I go with two different breeds. Yeah, it's like when you have two kids. It's like when you have the first kid, you know, you're overprotective, you do, and then the second kid, you're like, oh, okay. We know what to do with this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but enough dog talk. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so. Our main topic tonight, the crazy world that is the DC Cinematic Universe. Um, so a lot of shit has happened in the last month as to like, the fuck is going on with DC. Uh, first, we had this rumor that came out that Henry Cavill is no longer Superman because he couldn't make a cameo in the Shazam movie. So somehow that led to him being out and Warner Brothers is like, no, he's, um, he, you know, Warner Brothers is like, you know, we, we, we're cool, you know, you know, we just don't have a Superman movie planned for right now. And then you have Henry Cavill doing this just weird kind of video where he's just staring at the camera wearing a Krypton t-shirt and then holds up a, an action figure of himself as Superman. And you're just kind of like, okay, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah, that response was really weird. Like I, it was, it left more questions than answers. Yeah, I know. And it, yeah, it kind of created more questions than answers. Yeah. Like, you know, but, uh, you know, and, and so, and then we got those Joker teasers and, and I know you have some opinions about that. Um, Um, yeah, I don't know what everyone's so fucking excited about. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm missing something. Like, I saw it, and it was the little, like, you saw a Joker in the background kind of thing, and and, and I'm just like, I, okay. I mean, he just looks like a serial killer in the 70s. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I'm not saying it's going to be shit. I don't know enough Probably. to know if it's going to be good or shit. I, I, Joaquin Phoenix is an excellent actor when he's not acting like a loon, you know, but, and maybe that's good for this role, <laughs> right. but I don't, um, from what I saw, like people were fucking going ham. Like they were like, this is, oh my gosh, it's exactly what I want. I'm like, you don't even know what the fuck it is. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Cause I'm kind of the same thing. Like seeing that Instagram, you know, collage of his face and then like, the Joker's face kind of being flashed onto his. It, it didn't make me go like, oh my God. It just kind of was like, okay, that's a little weird. It kind of, to me, it felt the same way when I first saw the teaser trailer for the, the new Predator movie. Right. It just was kind of like, all right, what am I supposed to be feeling? Like, like oh, okay, I'll, I'll wait and see. Yeah. 
and that kind of shit. And, and I just, I don't, like I said, I'm not saying it's shit. I'm not saying it's good. I just was a little, I was a little surprised at how quick everyone, like you had the people who like anything's better than damage tattoo jokers. Like, okay. You know, you weren't a fan of the previous one. I get right. it, you know, but I, 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 I don't know. I like Jared Leto's Joker. I did too. But I, I, I think, I think it's just, I think they, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no go ahead. <laughs> no, you, no, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I just thought it was. I thought it was just too many fanboys just being fucking bitchy. Because I, I, it was funny too. Because it was weird. Because we were, you know, I was thinking about some of the stuff when we were before the show, and I was on Twitter, and somebody on Twitter said, "You know, I just saw Suicide Squad, and I thought it was a fun movie. I don't understand where all the hate's coming from, but I thought it was a fun movie." And I was like, "Yeah, that's what I thought." And even with the Joker, I liked Leto's Joker. You know. He had that kind of, I think he had a good balance between criminal mastermind and completely unhinged, you know? I, I think the problem is, was the writing. They, they didn't put him in enough, for one, because it wasn't really supposed to be his movie. I get right. that. Right. But from just the, from just the outcry from a, from a few fans... Uh, from the little bit that he was in it, Warner Brothers goes, oh, well, fuck it. We won't do that then. And I'm like, Warner Brothers, can you just go take a seat right. somewhere and just let DC fucking run it? Well, that's a funny thing. Like, it, it, like, see, you know, people will can say all the shit they want to about Marvel and Disney. But in the end of the day, Marvel is running its own shit you know yeah, disney's just delivering money yeah Iger's like they're their own separate company if they need shit to be handled they go to disney and say hey i mean that's what happened when um uh feige took over everything in marvel studios because he used to have to answer to uh to uh oh, what's his name uh Pullmutter, the head of dc comics he was the head and this was before civil war and he wanted to do it big and you know, he was just like, no, no, we got to do it this way. We got to keep doing this. He's like, no, I want Civil War to be big. I want to have other heroes in it. We got to do all this stuff because they always had a, a, a certain structure to him. And he just wasn't allowing it. So, you know, Feige went to, to Iger and said like, or was it Horn at the time? I can't remember. But went to the head of Disney and said like, hey, you know, I want to do this. This isn't working. You know, it, we either need to start going big or going home. And then... You know, the head of Disney was like, okay, you do the film. He'll do the everything else. You're good to go. And then now we have Infinity War, <laughs> you know? Yeah, Disney Disney is essentially a distributor. Right. You know, they're, they, they don't... The people at Disney are smart because they're like, listen, we already know you know how to tell these fucking stories, so why would we tell you how to do it? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. You know, so here, you go ahead and make them as long as they keep making money. I'm sure that's on there, too. Oh, right. Like as, long as, as long as they keep making money, we will we'll completely, the creative process is your business. But what's, but, but what's funny, too, and what I've, what I've noticed with Marvel, and I think why Marvel kind of has a, has a handle on this, is because when you think about the movies outside of the Avengers films, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Spider-Man Homecoming, 
even Thor Ragnarok. Smaller films. Yeah. They're not huge as far as big budget. They're not, you know, uh, just grandiose and, and, and extravagance like what we would see like with Green Lantern or, you know, uh, BVS and all those stuff where it's just huge for no apparent reason. The, small, the stories are small. When you think about it, so are the comic stories. The comic stories are small. But then you well, have- that's kind of the vibe I'm getting with uh, Shazam too, and we could talk about that in a little bit. But yeah, um, that small kind of this film isn't so fucking important. Right, the entire <laughs> universe isn't riding on this one film. Exactly, you know? and then Marvel can do, and then Black Panther, kind of small. You know, yeah. all of these are very. Oh, very, don't say that now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know people are gonna be upset, but you know, they're they're the constructs of their stories, their environments, and all that are are pretty small. But then you they and then they can kind of go big on Civil War, Infinity War, and then the next one because those are going to be huge and they're going to make that kind of money. And then the smaller right. films, you know, like Ant Man and the Wasp, you know, was uh, was a hit, seven hundred million dollars, and you know the movie was made, and it, it felt like you could kind of tell it was outside of that main universe. It felt like a comic book story versus you know, you know, like the big event stuff. So it was kind of cool to see that and kind of feel that. And then, you know, it's like, yeah, but if they don't make that kind of money, they can still, you know, still make money over themselves because they're not being outrageous with all the individual stuff. And I, but the problem that you get with DC and sometimes what you're seeing with Fox, with the, their whole X-Men franchise, is they're getting too big for stuff. They're making right. these movies for huge amounts of money that have to be hits in order for them to do well. You know, and, uh, and, and yeah, I mean, it's like I don't understand why they just can't do that approach and say, okay, you know what? Let's DC Entertainment handle that stuff. You know, let them do it, and then we'll just see what they come up with and kind of go from there because, you know, going doing it through the old studio system isn't working. I think Warner Brothers is so stuck in their ways. It's just that old-school mentality of there being this overseer of the creative team. You know, and, and, and I, I think Disney gets that the creative team is the one that's making the money. So we should kind of just support them, give them what they need and let them create the fucking stories. Um, Warner Brothers is so focused on making money. And that's fine, too. Like, you should be focused on making money. But if you focus on the quality of the story, the money will come. Right. You know, but if you're only worried about money. Okay, and and it, it, and I feel it got worse when Wonder Woman hit big because they got excited. Now all of a sudden they want to make movies just like Wonder Woman, right? Yeah, but what, the Wonder Woman thing worked for Wonder Woman. It's a completely different hero, so you can't be like, "We're going to make a Batman movie just like Wonder Woman." No, you can't. No one will watch that. Well, yeah, it would be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, is that you know, Wonder Woman hit big, so there was this high hopes that oh, then Justice League might do well, and it's just like. But Wonder Woman is only part of that, you know? Yeah. And, you know, and and so, like, but personally, I didn't think Justice League was as bad as everybody believed it to be. I thought it was. Well, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, but, you know, one of the questions that I had is why can't they learn from the Marvel, I mean, the um, Arrowverse success? Yeah. Like, you've created, what, five shows in the Arrow universe? And it's like, why can't we just... Like, learn from that. Oh, we have one guy who's doing that whole thing, kind of making the universes connected, having their own stories, getting them together and having a good time for, you know, a week. Why can't 
you do that with someone else. Have someone in charge who can actually make all this shit work. You know? To be honest, as much as I like like Cavill and stuff like that, I would like to see them reboot this whole fucking un- the cinematic universe and use all the people from the TV shows. Oh, yeah. You can keep Wonder Woman because they don't have a Wonder Woman in the TV shows. Right. But use the Flash that's in the t- Everyone loves him. Yeah. So just use him. I'm not saying. And that's the thing. The actors themselves individually did perfectly fine in, in Justice League. I, I had no complaints with um, the actors that played all the characters. But it, and I, I really I like the movie. Did it, was it a perfect film? Of course not. But I don't really think the Marvel films are perfect films either. Hey, but, the hey, thing no, is, <laughs> but the thing is, Marvel has set this up from the beginning. And there were some stumbles along the way, but they set this up from the beginning where we're going to make this train move so fast and so strong that we can have a couple of steps. Yeah. But the fan base is going to be so strong. They're going to be like, that's okay. We forgive you for that. What's coming up next? But right now, DC doesn't have that. Oh, yeah. They make a stumble, and it's like, this whole thing's fucking trash. Right. You know? And that's and, it, and that's another uh, thing, too, to, to, that, to that extent. Marvel's movies weren't extremely expensive in the beginning. They were modestly budgeted, because Marvel was fitting the, flipping the bill in the very beginning, up to the Avengers movie. Marvel was, yeah. Marvel was doing it, you know, they were making these movies on their own. So it's like, they, were, they had a budget, like, okay, how can we make a good enough movie on these kind of shoestring budgets that we have. And they did. And yeah, that's why they can have a, they can have a, a financial, what do they call it? Not a disappointment, but underwhelming. And then, you know, oh, hey, you know, but we can still move forward because they probably still made a profit. Not a, yeah, not, like, not a huge profit, but still probably a profit. Iron Man 3, uh, Thor 2, they, they weren't, they didn't blow out the fucking gate. But nobody cares. Yeah. Because the, the, the collective works as a whole are good. Like the overall arcing story that they're telling is good. So you can have a couple of movies that weren't really hit. DC, unfortunately, they're so fucking scatterbrained right now. Yeah. And there's like so it, many it, movies of theirs that that didn't hit, you know. Right. That you're just kind of like, you know, what the fuck, man? Like, I enjoyed, I enjoyed Suicide Squad, but that is not a mainstream. No. It, it, that could have been a direct to fucking DVD and no one would have batted an eye. I'm serious yeah. because it, it's, it's, and it had, I really blame the direct. I think the directors they're picking are artsy directors. People who are, are kind of spacey when they tell a story mm. and um, they need someone who's more like a, like a Nolan. Like someone who who's really focusing on the the nitty gritty, the detail yeah. of what's going on, and focusing on trying to make it as realistic as possible. And I think that's even more important with DC because DC characters usually have this larger than life, godlike air, air to them. Yeah. You know, Superman, Wonder Woman. Well, Marvel, Marvel since the seventies has been very much. Let's make let's make the everyman superhero because that's always been their thing, and it's perfectly fine. But it it, it kind of writes itself, doesn't? Like yeah. we're gonna relate to Marvel characters because they've been relatable since the fucking seven. But it's hard to relate to DC one, except for Batman, which is why Batman's so fucking popular. <laughs> you know, but it's hard to relate to Superman 
to Wonder Woman because they they're so perfect. And 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 they've they've had some good stories where they kind of knock them down a couple pegs. But most of the time that comes off as yeah, okay. But right. you can still move a planet. You know what right. I mean? Like <laughs> give me a break. Right. You know? But um I it's sad because I'm still a diehard DC fan. I love DC characters. And I think I'm going to start focusing on these TV shows a little bit more. I've been kind of neglecting them, to be honest. And I'm just hearing nothing but good things. They're a little cheese ball. Yeah, it's a CW. CW. You know, the only one I've seen all the way through is Supergirl because my kids have really enjoyed that show. We've watched. I don't know if I've seen it all the way through, but I've seen everything that's on Netflix. And let's be honest about um, Supergirl. And she's cute as hell. <laughs> all right. Uh, but that's a good show. Like you, once you overlook the cheese, the cheese, the CW cheese, which isn't yeah. as bad as it was. Oh God! In fucking Just like small. So I couldn't do it. Dude. I couldn't watch it. Um, but now I don't know. It's I don't know what they're gonna do. Like it's weird because you can usually look at it and go, well, they could probably go this way or they could do this, but they've gone in like five different directions. <laughs> And it, it's just not hitting. And I think the major reason why it's not hitting is nothing's cohesive. Yeah. And they said from the beginning, they don't want to have an overarching universe. Don't be lazy. Yeah. Don't, don't act like, oh, that's Marvel's thing. No, fuck you. That's your thing, too. Yeah, that's that's like, a comic book thing. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, because you know, like, obviously with the Joker, it's going to be set out from the timeline, you know, of Leto's or, you know. Or, you know, all of that. It's going to be out of that timeline because it's an older Joker, you know, and and it's like, hmm, how is that going to fit? It makes no sense. Yeah. To have this Joker origin. Well, maybe they should do what DC does, you know, Earth One, the Joker, (laughs) you know, like all their. uh, But that's and that's part of the problem is they're not. They're multiverse. Making it exactly. They're not making it easy for people to understand who aren't into comic books. Because that's also another thing with that's the thing with Marvel is Marvel makes it palatable for anybody. And Marvel's talking about high level comic shit. Yeah, they're talking about multiverses. They're talking about fucking um, uh, fucking the cosmic and all this other shit. And they give it to people like Steve. People like Steve and I, and people like a lot of people that are listening to the show. We understand that shit. We've been reading that shit since we were kids. Whatever, whatever. But the common, like my wife, my wife does not understand that. Yeah. But she can watch a Marvel movie and understand exactly what's going on. But when we watch some DC flicks, she's like, what? what? What's happening? Yeah. And she doesn't really get it. And I can see through her what the issue is. I can watch Batman versus Superman. And I still know it's not a perfect movie, but I understand everything that's happening. I understand all the references. I know where they're coming. So I enjoy the movie. But if you don't get all that, you're just. It's a waste of fucking time. You're not going to like it. It just looks like a big fan film. <laughs> Batman versus Superman looks like a giant fan. Because yeah. it is. Yeah, it Steiner's is. a giant fan. You know, and I love Steiner, but he's, you know, well, fuck, he got ADD or something. Calm down. You know, so I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. I hope they pull their head out of their ass. Um, I want, I want more details on this Joker origin story. But I feel like they're going to go in a direction that makes no sense. Like, they're going to try to make it... What it looks like to me is they're going to make him like a Gacy kind of character. Something that's more realistic. Like, 
and it's not really going to fit. Like there isn't, there's no Batman in this movie, like that kind of thing. Yeah, like it's just some dude who's a serial killer and acts like the Joker. Like that's what it kind of looks like. It's gonna be. and that be that might be a great crime movie. It might be a great um, thriller or something like that. But that's not a comic book like that. Yeah, like you've taken you've taken a, a single character out of the comic books and put him into the real world. I mean, okay. You know what I mean? Like I'm just I'm just not impressed with movies lately. And and it saddens me when I think about it. Yeah, I'm very not. I'm I'm very like concerned about that because it's like how do you do a Joker movie without Batman in it? I you mean, can't they're yin and yang. Yeah. You know, even you when know, you look at even when you look at Under the Red Hood, you know, which was one of the origin stories for, you know, the Joker, yeah. it's like it's still Batman's involved. Like, how do you do that? So. And one thing I know we're talking about the DC universe. One thing I want to applaud Marvel for is this new idea they have of making all of their videos games be in a combined universe. Yeah. Fucking genius! It's genius that they can. They the Spider-Man game kicked it off, and we already know that game's fucking amazing. The Spider-Man game kicked off this universe now. So every other game they make, they make an Avengers game, blah, 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 blah. it's all in the same joint. That's going to be awesome. Like, it's going to be fucking amazing. It, the, the, everything's going to be cohesive. You can start playing, you can start playing the Avengers game and there's this opening element then another Spider-Man game comes out and it's kind of finishing up in that. Yeah. Like, it would be fucking intense. <laughs> I'm so excited for that. You start you having post credit sequences, you know. Actually, I heard there's still to be like two post-credit sequences in in the game. Really? Yeah, that's what I heard. I was like, "Oh, that's a Marvel joint." You could totally. The only tell. problem is, and I understand that Sony has a hand in the Spider-Man thing, but this this fucking only on the PlayStation things for the birds. Like, I it's stupid. You're just you're losing money. Exclusivity. It's dumb. I hate it. <laughs> 2018. Yeah, because you're because you have an Xbox. <laughs> I have all three. Yeah. But it's it's just ugh. it's just a pain in the ass. Like my son wants to play it, but I'm I'm not even gonna bother buying it for him. PlayStation in the girls' room and all my older daughter plays Fortnite. So oh, they're just gonna she, fight. She, she can she cannot play Fortnite. I wish everyone could not play Fortnite. <laughs> I'm so tired of that game. Oh I know. Uh all right. Well, let us know your thoughts about what DC could do to kind of straighten the ship or what you think they should do, even though pretty much everybody will say jettison it and just start from scratch yeah, and just be Marvel for a minute, you know, and just kind yeah, of, I agree with that and let, <laughs> let, let the money roll in once you're Marvel, you know? Right. Um, but, uh, yeah. So finally tonight, I just <laughs> thought this was funny. It's from Huff Post. Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh probably didn't expect his testimony Thursday in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee to hinge on the meaning of two slang words. But there he was, explaining the finer points of boof and devil's triangle to Senator Sheldon Whitestone. However, many Twitter users insist Kavanaugh's definitions are incorrect and let him know. In, uh, in a video on the article, uh, Kavanaugh claims that the word boof was reference to flatulence and the devil's triangle was a drinking game similar to quarters. However, Urban Dictionary and Twitter users disagree. 
insisting the definitions were much, much more risque. Um, one of the Twitter comments was, is it perjury if you lie about the meaning of boof and devil's triangle under oath? Asking for a Supreme Court nominee. Uh, another one goes, the devil's triangle is a threesome between two men and one woman. And boof is taking in alcohol through the rectum to get really high. Please bo- look both up in Urban Dictionary, which is true. Also, uh, for um, boof, it's, it, there is a reference to flatulence in it. But there's also um, t- um, not just necessarily taking alcohol up the rectum. It's anything, any kind of like substance. Yeah. Up the ass. Um, he goes, such a, this is such a stupid lie. Everyone in America is Googling Devil's Triangle and seeing it's not a drinking game. <laughs> 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 uh, it's, yeah, so, uh, oh yeah, and boof is another term for having sex, often suggesting anal. So, yeah. <sighs> <laughs> I haven't even, like, been following it kind of on a, a no politics thing until 2020. (laughs) I just got tired. You know what I mean? Like I was following it and I I try to be, I was very active, not active, but actively paying attention. Right. Like when Obama was in office and when Bush was in office and stuff like that, I was, I was really trying to be into it. This is just a lot of hearsay and a lot of fucking, um, as they say in Spanish, cheese man. Like a lot of fucking gossip and bullshit, and it—it's like I'm listening to a bunch of fucking yentis cackle about shit <laughs> at a hair salon. I, it's so dumb. You know, it's—it's—it's it's, it's so below. Like this sounds bad, but I'm just gonna keep it real. And I agree. This—I think this is uh, Steve's issue with me too. Below my intellectual level so much yeah. that I can't even follow it. Like I—I I feel like I'm watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. <laughs> like I—I just—it's so fucking. And I know, like, you know, this part of it, like, oh, well, they're winning. They're trying to distract you. I'm like, ah, I get it. But uh, I don't, they won. I can't, I can't watch it anymore. <laughs> I, I'm done. The only news set I go to now is IGN. Like, I just, <laughs> it's the only one that doesn't talk about it. Like, I'm just like, I don't care. You know what I mean? It's just so stupid. Oh, man. You know? Like, I'll talk about it. I'll give opinions if someone says something. There's something big happens, of course. You all hear about it. But I'm not actively seeking out political news anymore. It's just, it's such a waste of time. <laughs> and it's on both sides, too. Oh, yeah. Like Trump's, Trump's a lunatic. But if Trump says something that isn't stupid, like he doesn't always say stupid shit. Like if he says something, whatever, the other side still says it's stupid. <laughs> and they're freaking out about it. I'm like, oh my God. Like, I just don't care. So everybody is uh, making a mountain out of a molehill. The only news thing um, that I really did follow the last couple of weeks was the um, Machine Gun Kelly and Eminem rivalry. <laughs> a lot of diss tracks were getting thrown out, wow. and I was 100% involved. Yeah. I was watching interviews. I was watching breakdown videos, all of it. It reminded me of the fucking um, Ja Rule Eminem days when they was fucking beefing. It was great. <laughs> That's what I've been paying attention to. Okay. Uh, and that's the voting public, ladies and gentlemen. That's uh, right. Because <laughs> we've given up. Uh, all right. Well, that's our episode for this week. Uh, if you are listening to us on iTunes or Apple Podcast app, please uh, send us those five-star reviews. And you can also review us on Stitcher or anywhere you get the show. and Or just drop by the blog, thelazygeeks.com.
Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and fucking Instagram. All right? At the Lazy Geeks, one word. Send us feedback, comments, and suggestions. It's a game of threes, people. <laughs> Bro, coming episodes. Want fucking conspiracy theories? I want some wacky shit. I want some shit. Aliens. Um, fucking Illuminati. <laughs> Um, like we're, the whole world's being run by a fucking pharaoh who's telepathically communicating to a dog. I don't know, just weird shit. Give us some Born Stargate shit. <laughs> yeah, send it all to the geeks at thelazygeeks.com and any of those other fucking things I mentioned. And you can check out some of our other podcasts on the Lazy Geeks Network over at thelazygeeks.com every Tuesday. Uh, the Extended Play Movie Podcast, a podcast for cinephiles, and every Wednesday, The Fine Line. Basically, a podcast about the truth you're searching for. May pop the truth you're looking for. What? No, <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can you can follow me. I'm try I'm trying. I'm trying to use this stuff more. I think I did I did have a tweet this weekend. I think it was in regards wow. to what I said, right? Or no, yeah. you said Star Trek next year. So I was like, eh, it's no Voyager. <laughs> right. I was like, hey, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> um, Twitter and Instagram, both under SapienTO. And I'm also on social media. Follow me on Twitter at a middle-aged geek and Instagram middle-aged underscore geek. Alright, thanks for checking us out. Until next time, live large, because if you ain't living large, you ain't living at all. <laughs> Thank you.